to the final episode of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast, Season 4, dedicated to the overwhelmed homeschool mama. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the homeschool life coach at CapturingTheCharmLife.com, and I'm so glad you're here. It has been a pleasure to serve you this past year, 2022. In fact, it has been a pleasure to serve you since November 2019. Though it hardly feels like we are heading into a new year, at least not to me, I'm excited to be in planning mode for 2023, creating coaching opportunities that will serve you. Like in January, I'm creating a Fostering Creativity group coaching program, also a Self-Compassion for the Homeschool Mama group coaching program. And at the end of this month, you get to join me in re-envisioning your 2023 homeschool life in a group intensive that will help clarify how we're going to approach 2023. I'm so excited to walk alongside you in your journeys, in your homeschool life journeys. It has been a privilege to walk alongside so many this past year to really get to know different people and to learn how I can serve them specifically. On today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to a little bit of my world. Sometimes I begin an episode sharing what I see out my window. Today, I'm going to give you a sneak peek into my backyard. And we're going to recap the season four overwhelmed homeschool mama and all the different ways that we could clarify our perspectives, build strategies or tools into our homeschool lives and learn from other coaches, authors, and podcasters throughout this past season so that we don't have to be overwhelmed in our homeschool life. Over the course of 16 episodes, I've brought you topics that I think could help you address your overwhelm. These are some of the topics we've discussed in season four of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. So if there was any episode that I would direct you to really learning from, it would be that 19 tips to handle overwhelm, episode one, in helping us clarify why we're doing what we're doing and how we're doing what we're doing. The second episode, we had a chat with Jenny Meisner, who helped us understand why growth mindset is imperative in our homeschool lives. In our third episode, we spoke to dealing with our unrealistic expectations. In the fourth episode, we learned more about the Enneagram with Isabel Robledo, an 18-year-old unschooler, so we can help understand our personality and also how we can connect with the other personalities in our homes. In the fifth episode, we discussed that concept of good enough. Do we feel good enough? Why don't we feel good enough? How do we address that feeling of not good enough? In the sixth episode, we chatted with Sarah McKenzie from Read Aloud Revival and discussed creating fun practices like including read alouds. Definitely one of my most favorite activities in my homeschool years. In the seventh episode, we discussed journaling, a journaling practice to develop our self-awareness practices. Because the more self-aware we are, the clearer we are on our challenges and clearer we are on how to address those challenges. 
In the eighth episode, I chatted with Amy Otto from the Homeschool Compass podcast, and she shared we love our plans, but we have to hold our plans loosely, because if we cling too tightly to what we think we want, we might miss out on the beauty of the day. In episode number nine, we discussed how to Marie Kondo your homeschool, or should we? In the 10th episode, we talked about how to talk to our children and be listened to. A very interesting conversation with Harvard lecturer Rebecca Rowland, the author of The Art of Talking with Children. In the 11th episode, we discussed how to address our unrealistic homeschool expectations by using the time audit tool that I offer over on my website, capturingthecharmlife.com. We were encouraged by Kara S. Anderson's book, More Than Enough, Grow Your Confidence, Banish Burnout, and Love Your Homeschool Life in the 12th episode. We learn from Vanessa Wright, a life coach and homeschool mom, about feeding your mind, body, and spirit, loving yourself and your season of life, owning your time and space, and weeding out what's not working and welcoming the new in the 13th episode. In the 14th episode, we got to learn how to build and create community as a homeschool mom. You got to listen in to snippets from the Homeschool Mamas Patreon support group. You got to listen to conversations between me and Erica Kesselman about how to address anger in our homeschool. Jennifer Bryant and I discussed how to balance our needs with our kids' needs. Pat Fenner and I discussed how we can show up more authentically as ourselves and deal with our people-pleasing tendencies. These three lovely ladies join me in the Patreon support group, and you are most welcome to join us there too, so you can build and create your community virtually as a homeschool mom with authentic, intentional homeschool moms. In the 15th episode, I got to introduce you to sweet Leah Bowden from Modern Miss Mason. She spoke about how Charlotte Mason can help you change and grow in your homeschool life, how we can reframe our understanding of childhood, reframe our notions of what an education is anyway, and reframe our perception of motherhood. And if you're joining me in that Patreon support group, you'll get to discuss with Leah live in February. And last week's episode was an antidote for holiday homeschool overwhelm. How to do it? Share our needs and desires with our most important people. That's a great way to deal with our unrealistic expectations in the holiday season. I want to give a special shout out to my girls at the Homeschool Mama Patreon support group. It has been an especial pleasure connecting with you all year long. Sonia shared this about one of our group coaching sessions. My greatest insight is that taking care of me does not mean I'm being selfish or ignoring my kids' needs. Quite the opposite, actually. The more I treat myself with kindness, listen to my needs, and try to address them, the more at ease I will be, and the more at ease my whole family will be. It's all about energy, using mine wisely to be there more energetically for everyone else. Amen, girlfriend. And that is why I'm here, to support and help all of you do exactly that, to nurture the nurturer.
because I connect with all of you in varying places. You may be a regular podcast listener, but not in the Facebook group. Or you may be a regular podcast listener, but not on the Instagram page. You might be a podcast listener, but not in the Patreon support group. Maybe you're not yet involved in group coaching classes. Maybe you've thought you should join the book club, but you just didn't have enough time or you thought you needed to read the book. You don't. So today, I'm going to summarize the possible options for you to connect in with me or to connect in with all these amazing community and coaching options. In the last 13 days, I've been offering the 23 Days of Homeschool Mama Advent over on Instagram and Facebook. Why 23, you ask? Because I didn't get to it until the 23rd day. In fact, even I have found it challenging to every day show up on Instagram live in my coaching realm or my writing realm or my mothering realm and all the other things that come along with Christmas. But it has been a pleasure to do that because I've discovered that I have a lot of free resources for you. So if you're not on the Instagram page and daily checking out all the things I'm offering you free, you can also join me at CapturingTheCharmLife.com, my website, and check for the free Homeschool Mama resources in the top section of the website. They're all going to be over there. If you check out the Facebook page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, and join the group, also called Homeschool Mama Support Group, you will see that monthly I offer free classes. And this month is Managing Stress and Expectations at the Holidays and Beyond. This will be a free class available to you even after the class. You'll find it as a recording in the Facebook group. In the past, I've offered classes on what to do when you're at your wit's end in your homeschool, building boundaries in your homeschool and life, Managing your homeschool time and expectations. Five nuggets for the new homeschool mama. Deschool your homeschool. These and so many other offerings are available in the Homeschool Mama support group, but you can find these past events and watch them free over at the Homeschool Mama support group in the Facebook group. You may have heard me share that I offer a Homeschool Mama book club so we can show up on purpose in our lives. I am very fond of books. Books and the authors behind them have been really significant influencers in my life. So in this book club that happens monthly, we discuss how these different influencers, these authors, can influence us in our homeschool lives. Now, I have read a bajillion read-alouds, and I continue to read whenever I get a chance when someone lets me read with them, but I read books from the homeschool world. I read books about self-development, about people and stories, just for fun. You can read the books in advance or not. If you don't have time, don't worry, because I will be reading the book for sure, and I do recall how very busy it was to homeschool the full lot of kids and be fully engaged in that world. And I sure didn't have the time to read a whole bunch of other books. I will be reading that book and I'll be bringing a few of the insights that I gain and how they apply to my homeschool life into that book club. 
This week, I'm offering my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer, as the final book club offering of the year. And when you join the book club this month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursday, December 15th, you will receive a copy of my book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, for free, a downloadable PDF version of my book. Or if you want to look at it in another way, you can also find it on Amazon. You can find it on Homeschool Canada. You can find it at my local bookstore and recently on christianbooks.com. If you want to learn more about group coaching options that I'll be offering in the end of December and the beginning of January, you're welcome to join my email community. You can find a Join My Community tab on my website and just enter your email. At the end of December, I'm going to offer a Re-Envision Your 2023 Homeschool Group Coaching Intensive. And in January, two options. Addressing your big emotions through self-compassionate practices and also fostering creativity for you to help you develop you beyond your homeschool mom identity. Girlfriend, I have so many different ideas for group coaching in the upcoming year, but I'll continue to group coach on big emotions, on boundaries, on overwhelm, on doubt, de-schooling and reimagining your homeschool. If you have an idea that you think I should be serving the homeschool mom community in a specific way that I haven't touched, please let me know because I would love to hear how I could serve you. I do wish for you in whatever way you celebrate this December that you will have love, joy, peace, and hope in your home and in your heart. So I said I was going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek into my backyard. And when I said my backyard, I meant literally my backyard. You should see it. I have not always lived in the Canadian wilderness as I do now. I've lived in cities, which is where most people in Canada live. But this is quintessential Canadiana. The Christmas cards that I'm sending out this year have a red Ford truck with a Christmas tree in the back. And it says, farm fresh Christmas trees, cut and carry your own. Pine, fir, spruce, cedar. How that represents my backyard. But once upon a time, my grandpa owned a truck just like the cover of this card. He lived on the prairies in Alberta. There were no abundant pine, fir, spruce, or cedar there. Not like here, anyway. I live in an abundance of all those, nestled on the banks of the Kootenay River. Classic Canadiana. The bald eagles are closer neighbors to us than human neighbors. There's wild turkeys, coyotes, bear, and cougar. Geese, ducks, loons, birds of all sorts. Most days we're either cutting wood or burning wood for our wood fireplace, or as of this last year, our wood fire hot tub, or maybe a fire pit for the sausage roast. It feels like a charmed life. But between you and me, it has been anything but charm to get us to this place. It's been a life's work to transform our challenges into our charms. When we moved to this home that we built on the side of a mountain on a big old piece of granite, 
on a piece of land that had never had a home before. We had to adjust to the heavy overcast that usually settles in somewhere between November to April. We grew up, both of us, different towns, but on the prairies, northern Alberta, where sun was available most of the time, most year long, but so was winter. My emotional climate ebbed and flowed with the weather in the first number of years when we moved here. I found it dreary, sad, gloomy. A friend suggested that I view myself as a hibernating bear. When the gray sky overwhelmed, I should think of myself as in a state of hibernation. That really did make all the difference. Also, I got a UV light. Now I live with early morning candlelight and my journal and a cup of coffee. And in the early evening, also candlelight and a good book. I tromp outside in the full day and enjoy the light while I can. Moving the goats around. We have three goats, Clover, Thistle, and Poppy. And hoping that they don't eat all my shrubs and trees. Then at the end of the day, I close up the chicken coop and my 20 chickens or 18 plus two roosters. And then I cuddle up earlier than usual on these very dark days. We're almost at the 21st of December, winter solstice, and I cannot wait for a whole lot more sunshine. But I remind myself to cuddle up earlier, maybe, sleep longer hours, enjoy the candlelight, and remember, I am a bear. Hear me roar. But the truth is I couldn't be a bear because I have a large guardian dog named Violet, a great peer, and she wouldn't have it. There is no bear on our property. When I was very little, we'd pull a box from the storage room, pull out the Christmas tree in sections, fit them in together, plug in the lights, and voila! The tree was ready for the perfectly coordinated bulbs and ribbons that my mother would place on the tree so it could be perfect, and it was perfect. It looked like it belonged in a Sears catalog. If we helped, she would do as most mothers do, even I did for years, not the last five years, but I did for years, I would rearrange all of the decorations. My own version of Christmas began perfectly too, except after about the third time I was electrically shocked by the Christmas tree lights, one of those times pregnant with my third daughter, I finally gave up on a plastic or artificial Christmas tree with Christmas lights. So now that I live on the mountainside with a whole bunch of trees, remember, pine, fir, spruce, cedar, and a whole bunch of other trees, we cut them down. I've learned not to create a Martha Stewart perfect Christmas. Instead, I flow with the energy of the year. Perfection is now, for me, being present to whatever is. Two minutes available for a tree cut myself this last week. Two minutes. My husband was leaving. I had asked too late and I said, hey, could we grab the chainsaw and go cut a tree? And he looked at me in the classic way that he does because he is always on time and I am not. And he said, two minutes to cut a tree. Okay. All right. So him, my 17 year old and I walked up the driveway through a foot of snow, literally, and decided on a tree very quickly. And Rachel and I walked it back down the driveway 
anchored it and put it into a pot of water, strung it with lights, and I've forgot about it since then. Though it'd be somewhat lopsided, a whole lot bigger than a classic Charlie Brown Christmas tree, but a whole lot smaller than every tree we've had in the last 10 years, it is still perfect for our 2022 Christmas. Our three-acre mountain homestead is replete with trees of all sort. Jim, my husband, and Zach, my youngest, our 14-year-old son, are always chopping some form of tree, but no red truck as seen on the cover of my Christmas card. Instead, a navy Dodge Ram filled with rounds, almost always for sale, rounds of whatever wood. This homestead, homeschool life has been work, but it's been healing work, peace-filled work, nurturing work. And the wood-burning fireplace is charming if we're not also breathing smoke. And the wood-burning hot tub, well, it's a wood-burning hot tub. I'd be delighted to have you for a visit, to turn on the Charlie Brown Christmas CD playing in the background, actually use that giant stack of games as large as anything you could find in a Toys R Us store. We would have so much fun. Alas, that's likely not going to happen with most of us. And yet I hope that you enjoying a sneak peek into my backyard and in my life this Christmas makes you feel like you might just have experienced that. It has been a genuine pleasure serving you this year. To you and your homeschool family, I wish this, that you can turn all your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms and enjoy your charmed life too. Until 2023, I remind you that throughout this holiday season and the upcoming year, you got this girlfriend.